Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast. I was just on Twitter, and I noticed uh, <laughs> uh, I, the Snyder Cut people remind me of a, another large group of people in the United States. I'm not going to go into it, but they're... People who are denying things? The, the, the rationale, uh, the logic that, that... So now I realized, you know, Patty Jenkins, she's got the new Wonder Woman coming out, and they are already mad that she's directing it because they didn't like the first one. And they think only Zack Snyder could possibly direct Gal Gadot's wonder woman. Mm. He's the only one who can do it. (laughs) And apparently in the new movie, which actually is getting good reviews. I've read a couple people specifically saying it is completely different and better than the first one, but we will see. That's great because the first one's garbage. (laughs) Right. Uh, I'd like to see it get better for sure. The first one's okay. It's not. It, it has moments and then it's completely forgettable is how I feel. Okay. Um, anyways, they are mad because apparently one of the themes, one of the musical pieces from Batman vs. Superman is repurposed, reused, hinted at. Some At some no. point it, it pops up in the new oh, movie. How it, dare It's <laughs> not hers to do that with. Yes, that's that's literally what's happening. That's the here. argument? That's the argument. That's Separate, so dumb. Why can't it be an homage? Just keep them on their own thing. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, just keep it away from her. Uh, Anyways, quantity. I uh, so yeah, it's just another. It's just another. They're so insecure. These Snyder Cut people that they they think that there's no possible way anybody other than Zack Snyder could could take those characters. That everybody knows this. He's like a Christ-like character. Zack Snyder created Wonder Woman, Superman, and Batman. <laughs> he invented them. True, true. And he's the only one. New canon. <laughs> uh, hi, everybody. Uh, Craig here. You knew that. Uh, welcome to Us Have Some Podcast. Uh, what what just happened was uh, I was talking about something off air, and I was like, you know what? I think something funny could happen, so let me start recording. I think it was pretty good. I liked the good banter. Give us five stars for our banter. <laughs> Here's the thing. If you're going to leave a podcast review and you start Listen to the whole podcast first or at least listen to no, recent episodes. We should read we should read that review. Should I read gotta, it? Let's just do it. it. All right, I'm going to do Cuz I want to I want to call this person out. I'm going to pull it up. Jake, are you um how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. Doing fine. It's a little late for a you check know, in. Just, Doing my usual thing where I hate everything except for Jaws, Jurassic Park. Oh, uh, right. I'm continuing to hate on all the prequels. Personally, um, you got this. Read this thing. I want I'm going to read. So need, we need we address it. We love when our our listeners leave reviews on iTunes. And uh, if you've never done that and you you want to help us out, head over to iTunes, leave a review because it it does help. And we like to easy. It's so easy. Easy peasy. Um. 
So this is from a new listener. Uh, and uh, Or I think they're a new listener. Probably, or an old listener or at this old, point. An old listener. Here's the thing. Um, Former. We're going to read the new review. Three out of five stars. So that's like a C plus. Okay. <laughs> pretty good. I got a C plus in remedial math. I was pretty proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> I told my dad. Uh, this says... It's perfectly fine not to like something, but they just can't seem to stop telling you if they don't like something. Um, I agree. I kind of agree with that. The three of us, if we don't like it, we'll, we'll tell you. We'll never let it go. I literally just opened up the episode ranting about a whole group of people. Read the rest. <laughs> First off, I'm upset. Any conversation about Star Wars, even if it has nothing to do with the prequels, they just have to let you know they hate the prequels. I've pretty much dismissed Jake's opinions because he seems to hate almost everything that's not Jaws, Jurassic Park, or Ghostbusters. Wow. Okay, a couple Jake, things. Take it. You can you can say you're going to dismiss my opinion if you want. That's fine. But here's the here's the fact. I got a podcast and you don't. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, spit my coffee out. <laughs> second of all, clearly this person is not listening to the show. Or else they would know that um, Abby has a giant episode one collection yep. that is mm-hmm. so big that it's an issue in your house. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> a and problem. And they would also know that since before Rise of Skywalker came out, all three of us have been like, hey, you know what? Some really good stuff in those prequels. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I feel like every conversation we have had about Star Wars in the past over the past year, if if not longer, has been like, did we not have an episode episodes back where Craig, you were talking about how crazy it was that I was like, man, I wish they would have brought Anakin into Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. You well, know, like, right. Well, I feel like there's been a lot of. So here's the thing. Pro prequel talk happening. I did a Padme Attack of the Clones like Geonosis Arena costume. Uh-huh. Dragon and I, Con. Years ago. I yeah, literally just back. spent hundreds of dollars putting together a Padme uh, autographed 8x10 And if you only photo, knew how happy that made Craig. I am very happy. I need to post pictures of that publicly. Um, <laughs> Here's the thing. This is what I think happens. By the way, we do appreciate the review and the feedback. Thank you. <laughs> Actionable feedback. We're going to work on. Just get it right. <laughs> no, no, no. Here's the thing. I think sometimes people find the podcast and they enjoy it and they start at the beginning. And you got to remember, we we're, we talk about uh, the current events happening in our life as they happen. So if you go back and start listening to us in 2016, which is – I think that's a fun, cool thing to do and I'm really appreciative that people do mm-hmm. that. And I see the old episodes get downloads all the time. What you're going to find, though, over the five years is uh, evolving opinions. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's what normal people do. Right. We embrace the ability grow. to change it's, and grow. We've been doing this for literally five years. Five years. Coming up on five and years. Sometimes things change, and that's allowed. Right. Mm-hmm. Answer the call. Uh, uh, what There's a Last Jedi. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker. You see things. Something called you, retrospect. Looking yeah, back. Yeah. So um, we, I, I say keep listening. Thank you for listening. First now, time. Jake, what about the last part? You like more than Jurassic Park, Jaws, and Ghostbusters? Yeah, I do. Now, listen, I know that I have a, I know that I have a little bit of a reputation for not liking a lot of things, uh, but um, that's because I expect uh, quality out of the shit that I'm paying for, <laughs> right? and yeah. I can't just sit back and be like, "That was amazing," when it's not. 
I can't lie to myself and come out of Wonder Woman saying, yeah, that was good. So if I if I don't like something, um, would you like do you people want me to lie about it or would you rather hear my uh, opinion over it? So, yeah, whatever. I I know that I hate a lot of stuff, but that's a lot of stuff. I think you like more stuff than you hate. I think that. I, I, I think you're holding I the standard do. up. It's more fun just, for me to bring up topics I know you'll hate. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think episode. we kind yeah. yeah, we could we do a Godzilla fuck budget, but hey, it would just be too much love. You can't talk about Leprechaun. You can't talk about Child's Play. There's a lot of stuff that I love that we have done episodes over. Uh, so whatever. Let's do Something a cater to Jake fuck budget next week. Where oh, it's yeah. Just all things that he's going to be glowing about. Hey, by the way, somebody had an idea for a T-shirt that we, it says like YHS number one and then blank space and then podcast. And I think that's a good idea. <laughs> number one fill in the blank podcast. Um, now, I will say uh, very much appreciative of our listeners. We are appro- uh, approaching our five year anniversary, which is happening in February. Um, wow. Now. The, the, this is always confusing for people. It's actually our fourth birthday, but our five-year anniversary, right? Because there was a PKE surge a couple of years ago where there's big discussion of was it actually PKE surge 10? And we had to break it down that it's the, it's, <laughs> it's the 10th birthday, but the I don't know. Anyways, five years, yes, have some. And boy, I got to think, we, I want to recognize listeners Individual listeners who have been very supportive of us, leading one one a week, one a week. Okay. Now to get this uh, recognition, you're gonna have to do something amazing. <laughs> I'm not just yeah. kidding, like you can't <laughs> you can't just like go to school and graduate. <laughs> I wanted to thank oh. Owen. We're thanking oh. Owen specifically. Now, that's, oh, okay, that, yeah. that's not where I was going, but let's do that. That's where I was going. Yeah, I wanted to sure. say congrats, bro. He's been a listener since the beginning. He's an awesome dude. And uh, he posted a picture in his graduation robe the other day. Yep. And he yep. listened or he was watching Midnight Mando before his graduation. Which Owen Triolo, I actually helped him with one of his papers. So I kind of want to say We'd I, like to thank Yes Hassam. <laughs> so it's kind for, of like you graduated, right? Yeah. I'm a college graduate. Cool. Oh my god! What can I do? Like I feel like I'm on the dock, looking out into the ocean. And the possibilities are just endless. And I'll probably just go get a big pretzel and call it a day. Um, no, thank you for the support, Owen. Uh, that's not who I was originally talking about, though. But I did want to make sure to mention that. So thank you, Abby. Yeah, that's who I was talking about. Um, years now, Jay Key, Jay Key, who is a uh, longtime listener, consider him a, a close friend. Uh, we've worked with him uh, professionally. We've hung out with him and shopped and uh, had fun. <laughs> and hey, we've seen things. We've had fun. We've seen things with Jay Key that we can't even talk about on the podcast. <laughs> they were fun. <laughs> um, but Jay Key took it upon himself to write a parody song of Billy Joel's mm-hmm. We Didn't Start the Fire. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to play it this week on the podcast because I, what I want everybody to do, if you haven't seen it, go to our Instagram, go to our Facebook, watch the video. We'll play it next week. But we, I really, it's better to watch the video version. You got to see the video. You got to mm-hmm. see the video. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Jake, I was blown away by that. What did you think? It was very, yeah, it was very fun and funny. I watched it like three times in a row, uh, just catching all the little references and just. Uh, yeah, it's just a very, very funny song that kind of spans the entire, you know, catalog of Yes, Have Some. Mm-hmm. Lots of references. It's funny to me that Hal Clay is in it, and he's just like, Hal Clay, it's just his name, yeah. that's it. It's it's an all-encompassing, like, it, just, it covers everything YHS-related. 
Yeah. It's, I mean, Abby, what did you think when you first saw that? I was blown away. I think I teared up. It was really special. I love videos that, that celebrate us. (laughs) Celebrate me. So it it made me really happy. And it also, I think that, well, Jay is obviously an author and a really great writer. So he put the lyrics down like really well. And as someone who enjoys doing filk and like writing lyrics, I respect that. Um, everything fit perfectly, and it was like just great references to really cool experiences we had. So many sick references. So yeah. thank you so much to JK, the YHS listener of the week, which you're having to share with Owen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, listen. That's we, a good spot. We love you guys. So every week, I want to acknowledge different listeners. Um, we'll do a couple. Uh, maybe each one of us will pick a different listener, um, and. Uh, there's no don't lobby for it. <laughs> don't message me. Oh, I want to be. Then you're not going to get it. <laughs> no, if you distance yourself from us, the more you do, the more we'll respect you, and the more your chance of getting this position. Because <laughs> our our anxiety will be like, do they not like us? Yeah, anymore? I'll be like, well, he's kind of an asshole. I that might be our listener of the week. <laughs> um. So. Uh, lots of good stuff. Hey, real quick, before we go any further, I got to talk about Zavi. Uh, we're partnering up with Zavi. Zavi UK is a, a an apparel and uh, movie memorabilia kind of uh, store. Uh, lots of toys, clothes, exclusive items, Blu-rays, steelbooks, things of that nature. And we are partnering up with them. They rolled out a brand new line of Ghostbusters apparel. You can go to Zavi.com and use the codes YHS Podcast 20. We'll get you 20% off all clothing. YHS Podcast 10, 10% off everything site-wide. Wow. That's pretty cool. It is cool. I had people messaging me that link like on Instagram and I was like, yeah, I got a discount code. Yeah. If you want to use it. (laughs) Somebody in group therapy posted somebody else's uh, discount code and I deleted it. Oh, no competition. No, no, no. No, go to uh, Zavi UK. They they rolled out. There's there's a bunch of new Ghostbusters uh, shirts. There's a jacket. There's a really cute sweatshirt with like an understated Slimer on the the pocket corner there. Mm. Uh, I love it. Man, we're about... There's about to be so much Ghostbusters merch for the next year straight that uh, we're just getting started. So uh, hopefully we'll partner up with some other folks. And uh, (laughs) Hasbro, (coughs) are you out there? Plasma Series. Hello. Uh, No, Zavi UK, YHS Podcast 20, YHS Podcast 10. And uh, those are good discounts. 20% off clothing. That's a that's a hefty you mm-hmm. get your Christmas shopping done. Exactly. Come on. Good time of the year. Um and uh yeah, so good stuff. And then obviously we've got one week left of Midnight Mando. Jake's gonna join us uh this week for the finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't wanna I'll do there. We, I don't wanna do too much Mandalorian talk right now. Um, okay. but we're going to get into a little bit. We got to fuck. Well, I'm glad that's the first thing on our fuck. Budget. Well, that comes later. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at that it. comes later. But, um, I did, I think, okay, Bane, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, Abby, uh, yeah. any, what, what, how was you, how was your week? Uh, it's, it's been a great week. I've been doing a lot of, uh, living life, animal crossing, possums, cats, uh, you know, doing my thing. Doing there was thing. a lot of news that came out this week too. Like yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Stuff, so it was busy. We uh, we were we were supposed to do this a couple days ago, and then we didn't. Um, and now we are, and a bunch of news happened. So we we gotta. I we might have to dedicate like a future whole episode to all of this stuff, but mm-hmm. I guess we do yeah. need to talk about. I think I kind of figured that's what we were going to do on this Wednesday. Yeah, yeah we'll, 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 pro- the YHS proper, as why, Troy calls it. Why don't we do that? We'll we'll wait till the next episode because uh, we're going to drop this today over the weekend, and we'll have full coverage of all the Star Wars and Marvel announcements, uh, the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. Is there bad? Right. 
There might. Uh, I don't know. There's questionable, maybe. maybe. Um, is it the Mighty Ducks trailer? The disconcerting. <laughs> I love that Mighty Ducks trailer. Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Patty Mighty Jenkins. <laughs> Patty Jenkins. No, no. That's my bad. The Mighty Ducks trailer dropped, and people were like, "Can you believe Emilio's back?" And I'm like, Emilio! "Yes." I, I'm surprised he got it off his shift at Whole Foods uh, to be able to go do it. Should uh, I say that? Does be, be, he doesn't work at Whole Foods. No. It's a good job. <laughs> I almost applied there. <laughs> I'm just saying, Emilio, he hasn't done anything in a while. I'm yeah. sure he's excited to be back. Yes. Good for him. And good for the people who are excited for it. Hey, hot take. The Mighty Ducks movies are not that good. They're not. They hold like a nostalgic place in my heart. But going back, it's not. There's, it's just not. It's too much of a kid's movie, I think. Like, there's no realism. Sorry. I was just never a big fan of that that movie, period. Ducks. Yeah, I just... I don't I, care I, about sports movies. Yeah, hey, if you want to leave a review, you can say that we're really negative about Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Especially the Mighty Ducks prequels. Yeah. Episode one. Ta- uh, Stop it. Attack of the Ducks. <laughs> the Duck Menace. Um, no, we're about to get into this fuck budget. I'm excited to talk about some of this stuff. Um, I do, I do want to, before we get into it, I want to say one thing. Um, I, as we get closer to 2021, as the Ghostbusters afterlife stuff starts, uh, ramping up, obviously we're going to have a ton of Ghostbusters afterlife coverage, but we want to be really clear that like we are not going to be when stuff there's going to be leaks there's going to be product leaks we're going to do our best to shy away from that stuff and kind of track everything uh properly yeah properly i above the table you know i wasn't even going to acknowledge this but a couple of weeks ago some stuff went down in the community people leaking stuff that isn't supposed to be talked about yet and like i don't know i just think as a if you're a, a Ghostbusters fan, if you're a supporter of the franchise, if you're a supporter of what Ghost Core is doing and is trying to do, I think the worst thing you could do, like this isn't Star Wars. This isn't well, the Disney. Pe- but you got to say like the people that are doing that, like that thing that happened that you're referring to, yeah. that that didn't happen out of excitement or anything. That that happened because that person just wants the like notoriety of being like, Look at this scoop that I got. Right, or like right. I'm the first person to show you this. Just like that's where that comes from. And that's right. garbage. Yeah, I just think it's counterintuitive to what we're all trying to do. If as- you want the best for Ghostbusters, if you want the best product and you want to respect all the work going into it, then Yeah, dude, like Napster's bad. Don't download songs. <laughs> like, no, I'll download wrong. some songs. You wouldn't steal a woman's purse. Would you pirate a movie? <laughs> I'm not talking about that. Fuck all that. No, no, but I'm saying like, Jake, you're right. Like we're all collectively trying to like build up to Ghostbusters Afterlife. And like there's people uh, behind the scenes, people at Sony Consumer Products, people at Ghost Core, Eric Reich, all these folks, they work really hard on all of these product tie-ins and things need to like be released and talked about like in an official manner for marketing to work the way it needs to work. And if we all want Ghostbusters Afterlife to be successful, we should allow the marketing to play out like it needs to. And don't, like I said. It's like getting your fingers in the pie before it cools or like cookies. You know what I mean? Just give it its time to rest. I'm so mad about the cookies. I'm so mad. You can't burn the cookies, okay? (laughs) First of all, get the timer out. No, but like give things proper time to breathe and rest and come out when they're supposed to. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And I get people being excited. Like, we're all excited about this stuff. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. 
It's my PSA. Cool. Did I do cool. good? Did I do you good? Did good. You did it's, good. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good after podcast special. <laughs> We're gonna get iTunes review. Jake did not like Craig's PSA about <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife. He hated it. He doesn't like anything anymore. He hates everything, dude. Something I. Shots. You know what? People might get mad about this. I'm going to pull the curtain back. Jake is one of the most sensitive, caring people I've ever met in my life. Whoa. Sweet teddy bear. Deep down. (laughs) Except when you say things like, no, I like the Dark Knight Rises. (laughs) 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 You have standards. All right. Let's, uh, Let's get into this fuck budget. We haven't done one in a while. I'm excited about it. Like I said, next week we'll we'll cover all the Disney Marvel stuff, and then uh, I have to read about it. I have a lot of there's a lot of yeah. <laughs> Abby slept <investment>. through. <laughs> I was asleep. I really slept through up. the presentation. All right, everybody, let's do it. Badoom. It's time for the yes, have some fuck budget. One of our famous segments. We've been doing it for a couple of years. Uh Jake and Abby, you each got uh, five topics. You got to allocate your fuck bucks. How many fucks do you give? I'm, I'm re- I've been waiting for this first one. I'm excited. So here we go. Jake, are you ready? Let's do it. Abigail, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> got my notes. Number one, Boba Fett is back. Now, we all know Boba Fett is back. He's been back for two full episodes of The Mandalorian now. We've covered them in depth. But I've had people reach out to me because apparently I'm Jake's agent. (laughs) And they've said, and Jake is, you know, you can't get in touch with the guy. He's He's like Bill Murray. He had a call (laughs) call my number. Uh, 1-800 number. And they said, well, what does Jake think about both? What does he think? We know he hates him. (laughs) So, uh, Boba Fett is back. Jake, I'm going to give you the floor. How many fucks do you give? Well, I gave it two fucks. Um, it, it, it the beginning of the the beginning of the season, you know, when, whenever Mandalorian first started, I was like, please don't let Boba Fett be in this. Please don't let him end up being Boba. I was just like, I don't care, you know. And 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 we've talked about the reasons why I've never liked Boba Fett. It's not specifically anything Boba Fett has done, but it's the fact that people act like he's the best thing in star Wars when he's only in it for two seconds and, you know, dies a really silly kind of, well, I mean, he doesn't die now, but you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's yeah. like, he's, he's built up so much out of literally nothing that it's annoying. And that's why I've always been like, please get Boba Fett out of my face. People who like, <laughs> just like the Mandalorian, Costuming people are just silly to me. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So it's always just like tainted the figure. You know, it's just tainted Boba Fett a little bit. So when he showed up in the first episode, I was like, oh, all right. I was like, I, I would have been cool with us just seeing his armor and being like, he's dead, but he's kind of like sort of living on through some other people. I thought that would be cool. And then we saw Boba Fett. I'm like, all right, we're gonna fucking get Boba Fett. Um, but then, you know, they brought him in and like they're they're doing the best they can. Well, I mean, they're they're trying to make him cool. And I mean, he, he is cool. He's doing he's well, he's doing good. He's like a good guy now and he's like helping out and he's like I'm I'm going to help you protect this baby. You know what I mean? And I'm like, <laughs> "All right, he's he's kind of cool. Like I I could deal with it. I don't hate this Boba Fett, you know. I don't hate him. I've never just hated Boba Fett. I've just hated the like 
cult of the hype. Yeah, the, the right. hype. you don't yeah. like what he's done. You you're upset at what he hasn't done, like, right? And hasn't and proven exactly. Himself. And they're and they're trying to bring him in, and and they're trying to make him live up to that sort of hype. Which I mean, they're doing fine. Like he's he's not like he's not taking over as like the main focus focus of the show the, you know that last episode he was kind of in the background of you know the whole time but i mean he is cool and it was cool to see him put his armor back on and it was cool to see him like up those stormtroopers and slave uh, one uh, yeah he's he's all right slave one has been really cool to see yeah. that shit is cool i always have i have always thought slave one was a weird ship the way it like it looks cool but the way it like he has to like looks like a he's shoe. sitting <laughs> you know at a weird angle when it lays down it's it's a weird design right. but yeah whatever has anybody done the uh uh and if nobody has i'm gonna have to write it the the moana parody because we you know he did the voice tamara marison that's not his name tamara marison however you say his name he did the voice of moana's dad yeah now we could have him explaining the the jedi to grogu that could be like a song. Grogu, yeah. make way, make way. <laughs> now, I don't think he did the actual singing. They, oh, yeah, they, they replaced didn't. his voice. But uh, <laughs> I bet he's upset. Anyways. All right, Abigail, how yeah. many? Uh, oh, how my many? God. <laughs> uh, well, I'm giving this two old weathered fucks. Um, I think that adding Boba Fett and bringing him back is enriching content to the original trilogy and to the prequels. It kind of makes you respect, I guess, and enriches the Attack of the Clones, like, um, so yeah, I think he's badass, and I think that bringing him back and adding like motivation to him and purpose, he's defined by his bloodline, he wants to carry on his name and all that stuff, um, and he's connected to something interesting now with the, with Mando and Grogu, and he's part of a bigger purpose, um, I think it's awesome, and I think that he's lived a lot of life, and he's aged, and he's changed, and he's ready to, uh, to fight, and I like seeing him fight, it's very much like that episode where he returned was like Quentin Tarantino style, like, fucking people up um and busting skulls which i'm here for and like jake's saying like the lack of what he did in the uh in the original movie and or in the original trilogy where it's like he, it's almost like he wasn't proving himself it was just a lot of talk and not action he's definitely like proving it with the action now um well he it, it was the same thing with captain phasma where you know Boba Fett was originally revealed in the Star Wars uh, holiday specials, this new character, and he was animated. And mm-hmm. There was all this anticipation. And then in Empire, he kind of did some stuff, but not much. And then same in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he's getting, his, he's getting his day. I think he's totally going to turn on Mando like next week. I think that's definitely happening. I think uh, he's going to find he's out. He's being awfully compliant, I think. So it's like you could... Well, he's a bounty hunter. Yeah. Someone's going to be like, you know. At the end of the day. But, is, but hold on. But is he still a bounty? He's not still a bounty hunter. He was a bounty hunter back in. He's not. He's been living on fucking Tatooine for five years or whatever. <laughs> right, right. He's not a bounty hunter. Yeah. He's just a He's just a dude trying to, like he says it. He's just a dude trying to get his way through the universe now. Like I, I don't think he's a bounty hunter anymore. And I also think now that we have now that we have gotten proof that he's a Mandalorian and not just a dude in Mandalorian armor, I think him getting like, I think Mando, like basically handing over his armor back to him. I don't think he turns on that. I think, I think the Mandalorian code is above that. He's like, Hey, I wanted my armor back. You gave me my armor back. 
we're good. We're cool. I don't. I don't mm. think there's any turning on that. Would you watch now? Abby mentioned Tarantino style that that episode where he, you know, the Return of Boba Fett, directed by Robert Rodriguez, which is really cool. I would watch a standalone Boba Fett movie on Tatooine, a prequel directed by Quentin Tarantino. Give I mean, me. To, yes. Yeah. Give me yeah. that movie. Mm-hmm. You could have Cobb Vanth in there. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're building to. Hell yeah. I'm gonna will Jennifer it. Jason Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly. I'm going to will it into existence. All right, let's move on and then tune into a Midnight Mando this Friday night at midnight Eastern for uh, the conclusion. The conclusion. Oh, I'm going to help you find that child. Mm-hmm. It'll be epic. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't think anything's getting wrapped up, though. I know we've said that. Oh, it's no, going to no, be no, such no, a cliffhanger. No. They they seem to be making good money with this uh, Mandalorian show. Yeah. Uh, next up on the fuck budget, we've got new Ghostbusters products from Numbskull, including the Ghost Trap Incense Burner. Now, I find this interesting. <laughs> I found it more interesting six days ago when I wrote this. <laughs> Reading it on a, on a Sunday morning, I'm like, what the fuck? All right. <laughs> Abigail. Yeah. How many fucks? I gave this one amused fuck. Um, I consider <laughs> an amused bush. Yes. An, yes. I consider incense related products like just one step above like bongs and pipes. Um, in when it like kind of like drug paraphernalia. So, uh, but the trap looks pretty cool. At least it's not an ashtray, which I feel like would be disrespectful. But yeah. the using repurposing something um, that's like a prop replica in a way that like in a way that it could get dirty or is like used every day. I don't know. There's something strange about that because I feel like it should be displayed clean and like separate from your, your daily life and grit and grime. Okay. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's fine. It's also, I've never found an incense that I actually like that. I like the smell of, they always smell they like, all stink. They all smell like they're covering. That's what I, I, that was one of my points. Yeah. No incense smells good. Yeah. I feel like this may show up at our like Texaco gas station as like a late in, a, in the yeah, glass like, case yeah the with the rest case. of the the pipes no, it'll like be SpongeBob bootleg ones. It'll, be, it'll be the answer the call trap for some reason yeah. the ago. like what oh uh all right so uh jake how many yeah, fucks so well what about the um, other well we'll get to it okay. go for it jake well i also gave it one fuck and just because it's a ghostbusters product other than that it's silly what about some of the other stuff from numbskull they've got the the now jake you saw the ducks because we have the ducks, and you. you I think you said that. <laughs> I'm they, looking at the they ducks. were better than you thought they were. They're be- They're cool. They're kind of cool when you see them in person. They're a little bigger than you think they are, and they're like fun and silly, but also like why? <laughs> yeah, it's that's kind of the the messaging behind that company. I think that it's kind of like be, the, yeah, cool, but that why? should be the company's logo. But why? Why? <laughs> um, now is so- what I'm waiting for is somebody to. <laughs> This so the 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 incense trap is it's smaller than an actual ghost trap. I think it's probably only six or seven inches. But I'm waiting for somebody to put some incense in it and carry it on their belt and, <laughs> and drag it on. It's gonna so, happen. Oh some spirit pack owners will have it. It'll, it's probably in scale with the spirit pack. Yeah, like there's gonna be a new uh, Facebook group, Numbskull Trap Modifiers. <laughs> oh my god, this thing it's it's what's the scale? Like it's not. It's not big. From no. it's almost handheld. Yeah. God, I love that. Um, 
Well, listen, they've got a bunch of stuff, though. Uh, they've got some sweaters. They've got a switch case. It'll be the best smelling Ghostbuster in the uh, Dragon Con Parade if you have this. Well, or, I mean, or the worst. Or the worst. Or, or the worst. Patchouli. Oh, like Lavender. <laughs> hey, man. I think what hey. you're doing to those ghosts is wrong, man. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Well, listen, like like I said earlier, there's tons of ghosts, but there's something for everybody, right? Yes, absolutely. This is probably somebody's perfect Christmas boutique item. <laughs> Uh, or, or now that famous deleted clip from Ghostbusters 2 that's been making the rounds on YouTube, the uh, uh, where Bill Murray's talking about the Ghostbusters gift boutique or the all the items that'll be and then it's where Dan Aykroyd names the slime blower the slime bazooka. <laughs> okay, anyways, I've you been watching a lot. Dan Aykroyd I, made up something, yeah, on the I, spot. I, <laughs> I can't believe he made so it. I'm surprised. Uh, Number three, Jason Reitman had an Instagram post the other day. Ghostbusters Afterlife is done. It's finished. It's in the can. It's edited. It's mixed. The sound is there. The score, the music. It's all happening. Jacob Walsh. Yo. Now, it's December of 2020. (laughs) If we read this a year ago, we'd be like, what happened? It's supposed to come out in July. (laughs) Uh, what, what, what were your feelings? I, I thought it was a really good Instagram post. Yeah, I, uh, I gave it two fucks. I, I, I probably internally have more fucks for it, but I was like stretching those fucks out for the rest of the, the, the fuck budget. Um, it is, it is like a good thing to read, but it's all, it, it's a little confusing and it is a little like, okay, this, you know, we, the movie, we should have seen this already, but but yeah, it's a good post. It's like kind of heartwarming. It's like nice to to be to see something positive uh, being posted. And uh, yeah, I, I care I care about it. But I'm also sort of like reserved, just kind of reserved right now, and just ready for the like main push to start happening and and all and all and all the advertising and stuff like that. So I kind of gave it like two sort of reserved fucks. Right. It's like right. Yeah. It's like obviously that's 10, 20, 50 fucks, but like, you yeah. know, we, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get Jake, there. yeah. Well, Jake, who doesn't like anything, uh, gave it two fucks. Um, I, kids, it my turn because I'm talking it, now. It's your turn. Go. Thank you. I gave Go this five inspired fucks. Um, wow. I, I, well, because, you know, I had to. Jason Reitman is Bill Pullman in Independence Day, um, is how I felt when I read this <laughs> post. It's the IG post we needed at this desperate dark hour. Okay. Um, I've gone back and reread the post countless times because it gives me hope and that, like, next big thing feeling of confirmation that something's coming. Um, I like that he mentioned that he can't wait to see GBA on the big screen, which is kind of that that just confirms how we all feel and knowing that he feels the same way is good because he loves the collective rush of seeing. Tell you what, go to the post, pull up the post real quick. You want to read it? Well, do you have the post? No, but I will grab it. <laughs> oh. I, I only have my own notes that I was going from. Here we go. Well, do you think I, I let me read it? Okay, I'll just abandon my notes. Hold on one second. We'll read this post. I'm see finding what... I'm finding Jason Reitman. Should be alive. Finding Jason Reitman, the new documentary That's, by Yes, I was a podcast. All right, do you want me to read it? Uh, yeah, well, let me read it. Okay. Oh, he interrupt the you, fuck budget. Okay. Let me see if this will work here. Sorry for sorry about that. Can everybody hear that? Yeah, I'm inspired personally by what I just heard. I don't think Jake could hear that. Uh, no. But there's a little bit of uh, background music here for my speech. <laughs> cool. Here we go. A journey that started three years ago 
or maybe 35 years ago, is complete. Can't wait to see GBA in a theater up on the big screen with an even bigger bag of popcorn. There's no way I can do this whole thing. This is a long post. Do it. Do it. I've been catching up on all kinds of classics at home. But what I miss is sitting with an audience of friends and strangers and feeling that collective rush as we laugh together or jump out of our seats. And yes, I miss trailers too. (laughs) Right now, much braver people than me are doing the hard work so we can all return to our lives. Our lives. Kind of has a new meaning today. (laughs) I made that last part up. (laughs) Please support their sacrifice. Please stay safe. Wear a mask for you and your community. And remember, Ghostbusters believe in science. I'm a pilot. I love that. All right, back to me. Uh, that last bit. Jake, you couldn't hear, but I had the uh, the score to Independence Day playing that whole time. Oh, it'll it'll okay. be on the pod. It was an Very enriching cool. experience. Uh, I really like the last <laughs> part at the end, uh, reminding us all that there are people out there fighting the good fight um, and to stay safe because that's just something we need to hear. It's tough. It's a weird time. It's like the holidays, and yet we're not really supposed to be visiting family and doing things. So <laughs> right, right. We're going to movie theaters and celebrating right. stuff on the big street like normal. So it was nice to have... Jason Reitman come out and say, like, hey, I understand how you feel, but this movie is waiting for you. When the rest of the world is ready, it will be there. I'm ready. Yeah. I was talking about it on, on the other day with some friends. Uh, I want to know what I cannot. I want Jason Reitman. I want him on the podcast. I want to say, look, what happened? What convinced, like, were you, did, did Ivan, co- like, I'm imagining Jason still lives with Ivan, okay, in my, in my scenario. Dad comes home. Ivan comes home. He puts his briefcase down. He takes his hat off, <laughs> it gets the paper, and then Mrs. Ivan Reitman's like, dinner will be ready soon. And, and Ivan's like, I need a drink. And Jason's like, Dad, what's wrong? And he's like, I want to make another Ghostbusters movie, but nobody can fucking get it right. And Jason's like, I'll do it, Dad. And then they I'll hug. fix it for you, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I think that's how it happened. Yeah. I like it. Uh I'm sure Jason Reitman was like just reading the, the the pitches that are coming in, and he's like, "Fuck, I have to do this." Yeah, because I know how to do <laughs> it. Yeah, I know how to do it exactly. Um, all right, well, it's a I'm great excited. place to come from. It's like I have perspective on this. I'm so excited. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's move on. Cool. That was fun. Yeah. Um, Good time. Let's talk about. I didn't even want to get into this because it, it, all the emotions start running wild. But the the yeah. the, the, the streaming. The streaming wars. After the hopeful fuck budget <laughs> segment, we're now going to some of this more sad stuff. Uh, keep, keep it reserved. WB announced this week that all of its 2021 offerings will be available in theaters as well as HBO Max. Movies including Godzilla vs. Kong, Suicide Squad, Dune, Space Jam, and... Uh, you know, Matrix, tons of huge movies. Uh, and obviously this is all has to do with the fact that AT&T, my phone company, owns a movie studio. And they care about that money. Mm. Um, it, you know, since, you know, creating this fuck budget, uh, several directors, in, including Christopher Nolan, James Gunn, and, oh, I don't know how to say his last name, Dennis. The, the Dune guy. Dennis yeah. Dune. 
Dennis Villanueva, I think. Pretty something. good. That was pretty good. Is that good? Yeah. Uh, sure. Have basically ripped Warner Brothers and AT&T saying, hey, specifically the guy from Dune, this movie was not made to watch at home. Yeah. This is a cinematic experience you're not going to get on your Apple Watch while sitting on the toilet. Mm-hmm. Although I'm going to try. Uh, Abigail. Yeah. Warner Brothers streaming insanity. How many fucks? I'm giving this two angry fucks. Um, it's disappointing news. I, Craig, you were talking about this like as soon as the news broke and that article came out, and it took me a few days to kind of dig into it. And as I did, I was like, this is very bad news for movie theaters, and it's very disrespectful to films that I'm looking forward to. Um, Suicide Squad, also Dune. Like it, having read through Dune, it's the, obviously just got a huge scope to it. With um, just it's it's supposed to be visually like mind blowing. Um, it's going to be really sad to not see that on a big screen. And also, it's just messed up how uh, Warner's just just going behind everyone's back to do this business. It's back yeah, they didn't let everybody know that. Yeah, the happen. article said it's disruption versus dysfunction, which that is. It's like obviously something is not good if we're not talking to people and things are just changing quickly um and in just in a bad way um it's just not good it's how about, all bad how about dennis villanova in that article he came out and said hey dude is the best movie i've ever made yeah <laughs> he said that like that's kind of awesome like i hope he lives up to that but like he's that's um and obviously we know christopher nolan right was uh you know championing tenet getting a theater release uh so yeah i don't know jake yeah. I, I know you got some opinions about this and i do too i want to talk about it yeah, I gave it four fucks um, because it's it, I, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, everything that Abby just said, plus like you know the uh, uh, Dennis Dune was saying in his <laughs> article, like, hey, you know this is this just killed the Dune franchise. Yeah, he was like, this is it. He's like, one movie, we're done. If this is what it's going to be like, because movies like Dune rely on a on a really really big budget, a budget that they don't give for straight to you know streaming. And um, and it, it's just like the only you know you know like legendary is uh legendary is trying to sue Warner Brothers now like they're because like even though Warner Brothers owns you know the rights to Dune and and Godzilla legendary paid for over seventy percent of the budgets for those movies and they also were not told that that's what was going to happen so like this is going to cause so much problems between movie studios between directors and the only people who don't care or the only people who are are happy about it are you know the streaming services right. uh, and the kind of people who don't give a fuck and will watch you know something that is supposed to be visually like you know beautiful and yeah groundbreaking on a fucking phone like that's it and like Movie theaters have already been like struggling a little bit, and this is this is going to be it. If if this if this goes through, and then it starts going through with other movie companies, and this is just the future of movies, then that's it for movie theater. There's no more watching. You're you know everybody's going to have to invest in the best home like you know stereo quality system you can, and it still won't. It's not the be same a fraction yep. well, of what it's like in a movie theater. Uh, Going back to the Jason Reitman post, which I know we were we were being goofy and stuff, but like it was actually a very inspiring post, and he made it a point that like, hey, this is about sitting in a theater, yes, eating popcorn and having a communal communal, a communal experience. Yeah. Um, but it, 
you know, it, to me, it's not even about like I, I see a lot of people who are like, oh, well, I hate having to watch movies around other people anyway. I don't care about the communal experience. And I'm like, you know what? It, it, it's not about sure. Some people like that. You get to see it with other people. That's not the point, though. Mm-mm. The point is to see a movie when you're seeing a movie. You want to be like you, you want everything else to go away. No you want to forget that yes. you have a home life. You need to be in that movie. And 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 having a really big screen to see when they're spending like, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to put detail on a dinosaur or a sandworm or like in a Mad Max car chase or something. Mm -hmm. You can't see that on your TV. You need to be like that needs to be seen largely and loudly. Ooh, I like that. No, but you're absolutely right. And if you don't care about hey, if you don't care about movies, then fuck you. Yeah, you want to feel small and completely absorbed by it. And also to speak to, like, I'm not saying I want to go to on, like, some random Tuesday and, like, enjoy the movie with that crowd. It's more about the opening night crowd. It's more about that we're all here because we care about it. We bought the midnight tickets. Um, and that experience, I'm not willing to give up. And that's what I've missed the most. Right. And I think what's going to happen is, and, like, listen, it, there's plenty of articles that can kind of detail the financial struggles of the the movie theater business. And like, I've been saying this to everybody who'll listen, but um, the theaters already have really bad relationships with the studios. Like the movie theaters make next to no money on the actual movies, but in order to exist, they need the movies. So when Jake says this will be the nail in the coffin, what he's actually saying is that it will be the nail in the coffin because if you remove the movies, then you just got giant buildings with, and let's face waiting it. Waiting to become churches. <laughs> right. Waiting to become churches. And also HBO Max has like been faltering and underwhelming since it started. So it's like it seems to be like a them trying to please and make some money well, with that. They so uh AT&T and Disney are the like, you know, HBO Max and Disney Plus are your premier studio owned streaming services. And um obviously HBO wants to be like Disney, right? It's it's about building this massive library of content and by there's still a lot of unknowns with COVID and I get that that's a giant factor, right? Like we don't really know six months from now what the situation is going to be. So I understand they're trying to think ahead um, and put a plan together. And if the, if the plan was it's 2021, it's still not safe to go to the movies. We're going to do this temporarily. Like, the thing is, they didn't tell any of the directors. They didn't that's tell. A, that's yeah. the problem. You're is stealing. temporary is a completely different thing. Like if it if it were like, hey, it's either this or we just can't see movies at all right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Then okay, like okay, I can deal with it. But you know, right at the beginning of the quarantine, whenever like Invisible Man went straight to streaming, and, yeah. or, you know, it was in the theaters for a little bit, but that happened during. Right, there were right a couple the movies that were like, "Hey, we're going to put these straight on a streaming." I remember then being like, "Oh no, yeah, <laughs> right, no, no, right. no, 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 no!" Like, I, I get that you're doing that because everybody's stuck at home, and sure, that makes sense. But this cannot be the way it is, or it's just going to be awful, and right. it's going to call. You know, it's just such a weird. I think I the good. I think the good thing is that we still have all of your premier directors, people like Dennis Villanueva from Dune, uh, Christopher Nolan, uh, you know Jason Reitman, James Gunn. Uh, I think they all will fight for it, and I think you could get if studios started insisting on this, they just directors. I think would just be like, we're not doing it. You're not going to get Christopher Nolan excited to direct a big budget movie for streaming. It's just not going to happen. So, mm-hmm. um I I think that there there's a lot of 
there's a lot at stake here. There's a lot of angles to it, but mostly uh, I think the artists and directors will, will, will continue to stand up and say, Hey, this is not, you know, this is not, I didn't yeah, direct save the sanctity of the spectacle of having a big production. Right. In theaters. Because we've it's all different. talked about it because if, if the option to go to a, th- if you could go to a theater safely, I want to see these movies in a theater. I don't want to see space jam at home. I've been waiting for Space Jam 2 for a long time, and I'm not going to see it in my damn living room. Cut yeah. to me in my living room watching Space Jam for the fourth. Go on a slam! For the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Just dancing. Man, they need to bring back Lola, man. Dude. Anyways, so we'll, I'm sure more more news on this will will be rolling out over the next uh, couple months, and we'll. Uh, I'll tell you what. Ghostbusters? I don't know. I don't think... I think it's going to be in a theater. Sony doesn't have a streaming service. Yeah. It's right. safe. I could see Market maybe safe. I well, crackle. But I could Stop. see VOD. You know, I could see they could hey, s- that would be just God, that would be so ghost- Ghostbusters <laughs> if it just went to crackle. <laughs> you have to have like a, a Windows 98 computer to even for, access hey, it. Ghostbusters, but with ads. Oh my God. Watch it for the first time. It's got ads yeah. all the way through. <laughs> um, now, I could see something where it's like limited release. Like, you know, it's in theaters, but you could also buy it for $30 at home. I, I could see that happening. It just depends what's happening with theaters in June. Mm-hmm. It'll... You know, so we'll see. Wait and see. Yeah. Um, and if that's the case, then I will go to the theater. I will watch it three times and then I will come home and buy it and watch it 10 times. Mm-hmm. No. 20. 20 times. All right. Let's keep going. Last one. Well, hold on. Jake, did you have any final thoughts on that? No, it just makes me upset. And it makes me upset with the people who are just like, oh, it's fine. Or, you know, like, it'll be fine. Like, yeah. it's. It's, tough. it's a bad diagnosis is it's what it feels thing, like. Yeah. Yeah. You're just not thinking about the people with families who can't make it to a theater, Jake. Yeah, maybe I don't care. <laughs> they take your family to the movie. You can take your family to the movie theater. Why can't you take your family to the movie theater? Oh, Jake, you got a little echoey. I don't know what happened. That's fine. I got echoey. Oh, that sounds better. Uh, Much better. The podcast like this. <laughs> uh, this is I'm enjoying this. Episode. It is good. And if you all have thoughts, if you're entering the grieving process about movies and movie theaters, and you can join group therapy and uh, post about it, and we'll all kind of commiserate together. And that's yep. on Facebook. Yep. Yeah. See Ryan Dole delete the admins posts. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, he's, he's got way too much power. Take the movie theater. Take it from him. <laughs> oh, he's in that Sarlacc pit for six years, and I came out and everything was on streaming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, more craziness. Uh, Spider Man 3 doesn't have a name yet. I think it just started filming. Confirmed Alfred Molina returning as Doc Ock, reprising his role from Tobey Maguire, uh, Sam Raimi Spider Man 2. Now, this joins the news. That uh, Electro was going to be back in some form with Jamie Foxx. There's been all the rumors of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Well, that's that's confirmed now too, though, right? Essentially, Kirsten I, I Dunst. Think they can, I, yeah, I was going to say I think they've confirmed all of these. Charlie Cox, Daredevil, playing uh, uh, Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock and and uh, being uh, the 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 lawyer of Peter Parker. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> I just think it's uh, listen. We know that they're going to be. Digging into this multiverse, we know between WandaVision and Doctor Strange, uh, a crazy 
things are afoot at the Circle K, as they say in Bill and Ted. Uh, Jake, what uh, yeah, what are your thoughts? What's your fuck? Well, budget? I I only have one fuck left, so that's what it got. And I, I'm of two minds of this because one, I really like. I've always liked Spider Man. I really, really like the first two Sam Raimi Spider Man movies. We all know that. We all know that Spider Man Two is the best Spider Man. We were having this conversation. Um, I was having this conversation with Ryan Dole and um, John Yurkaber recently because they also agree that Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2 is the best. It's like the most Spider-Man that Spider-Man has ever been on screen. Yeah, I was Ryan, talking to both Ryan and John about it, too. And they're both like yeah. just I mean, it's kind of a it's a fact amongst us and our friends. Like it was just mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire is Spider-Man. Yeah, Ryan like specifically loves the the suit from Spider-Man 2. Yeah, so. Well, I, was talking to, I was talking to John. We were talking about how like they haven't got the swinging like when he's swinging through the city. Yeah. Like they haven't been able to do that in the same manner since like. Yeah. The Sam John Randy was films. talking about how bad all that swinging is in the amazing Spider-Man films about how, you know, just what what's that dude's name who played uh, Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield, how we were just all talking about how he's absolutely the worst Spider-Man there's ever been. And, and, and the reason that I'm, I'm of two minds about the whole thing is because I hate him. (laughs) Like he, he was awful as Spider-Man and I, and those movies are really, really bad. I thought, and it, and it's like, I don't want to be, I don't want to see them bringing in the stuff that was really awful into you know, the MCU. But then on the second hand, it's like, it is cool that they're going to do multiverse stuff. And, 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 and Doc Ock was the best Spider-Man villain we've gotten on screen so far. And it is cool that we're going to see Tobey Maguire and, and have some sort of, you know, who we don't know what's going to happen, but like the, the idea that we might have the first time the sinister six is ever on screen. It's a sinister six that's made up of villains through different universes of movies that we've gotten over the years. That is a cool idea. Yeah, I like that I just a lot. Hate, I just hate that Andrew Garfield is going to be involved <laughs> in it. I, I I really like Tom Holland's uh, uh, Spider Man. I really do. I've I've enjoyed all of his performances, and I loved you know the Sam Raimi movies came out at a time when like you know X Men had come out, and Spider Man was like whoa amazing, and then Spider Man Two was like this seminal moment in comic book movie. Uh, right you know right. history it so felt like it felt important when that movie came out right and i also like because spider-man 3 isn't great it might be kind of cool to to get like some better closure with that universe than than what we got yeah if they can do it yeah it's like they it's like is marvel doing like a star wars move here where they're like okay let's take this stuff that everybody hated yeah. and we'll we'll make people feel a little better about it right i mean i think it's more than anything it's sony knowing like they like Listen, is with, with Michael Keaton returning for Batman, like you can't tell me that Sony wouldn't jump at the chance to bring Sam Raimi back and do a fourth Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie. Like that would be so weird. It yeah. would be so weird, but like mm-hmm. this kind of uh crossover multiverse thing sets the template for for that. Yeah, to and it's like he's already he's already back directing uh, you know, the new Dr. Strange. Oh, anyway. right, right. Yeah. And, and that, and they're saying that that Dr. Strange, you know, Dr. Strange is in Spider-Man three. Right. So these movies are going to be, yeah, 
whatever. They're going to be batshit crazy. Uh, Abby, Yo, how, how many fucks? I gave this zero. I don't give a fucks. Um, just <laughs> legit. I don't have a connection to Spider-Man. Um, I liked Into the Spider-Verse. I obviously loved Spider-Man Too Far From Home, Dr. Pepper, Darkberry. I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> um, but until I go back and do a full like chronological catalog rewatch, I don't know that I can legitimately care about this. I remember seeing... Yeah. Some of the uh, like the Tobey Maguire movies. I remember seeing those in theaters, the first and the second one. Um, and but who yeah, were you with? I was with my dad and oh. my friend Becky and her dad. Um, it was like a father daughter date movie. Um, oh, okay, so it was obviously a long ass time ago. So I need to go back. <laughs> it was of, two weeks ago. <laughs> very recent. Um, I go on dates all the time. Uh, yeah. So basically, I'm thinking maybe we'll do like a Patreon thing, like where I watch all the Spider Man movies. Maybe we can talk about them or something. Oh, like Abby's yeah. Spider Verse. Yeah. Yeah. I saw. I saw it. There's a tweet out there that was like, okay, do I need to watch Spider-Man one, two and three and Spider-Man one and two and then Spider-Man one and two to, so that Spider-Man three makes sense. To me. <laughs> That's exactly. I just, just like dissociate when I hear all the Spider-Man news. I'm like, wait, no, which one? Yeah. I can't piece it together. Dude. All I want is Tobey Maguire to come in and meet, uh, the Tom Holland's aunt may. Yeah. Oh my god! It'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> That's MA. <laughs> That's MA. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I think the the thing I always say about the MCU is that they haven't like ev- even the movies that aren't my favorite, they're still really fun and entertaining and better than anything happening over at DC. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know, I think I think it mm-hmm. sets the template for some really cool opportunities, and I think what it really does it'll it allows them, I think to bring in Deadpool at some point in kind yeah. of a fun way. Uh, well, go. Yeah, no, go. I, I was just going to say, like, it, it also, you know, we, we all sit here and, you know, anytime there's another Spider-Man movie out, it's it's sort of a thing to make fun of how many different versions of Spider-Man we have now. And it's like, you know, it's become a little bit of a mess. And, and they know that, too. Like, you know, the people who are making these movies, Marvel, Sony, whatever, like, they know that it's a fucking mess, too. And maybe they were like, hey, you know what? Let's fix this. Like, yeah, everything's out. You can't erase anything. But it's like we can we can kind of bring all this together in an unprecedented move and do something in a movie that has not really been done before. And we'll make it cool and we'll make it fun and we'll fix this fucking mess of having like five different Spider-Man universes mm-hmm. happening in the span of 20 years. And hopefully that's what they're going to do. Yeah. It, it sounds like that's the salvage. Plan. Take out the good parts, put them together make something new. Yeah. And and I think, um, and by the way, this director, uh, Oh gosh, what's his name? Um, I, I don't want to butcher anybody else's name. The guy who did uh homecoming and, uh, also far from home. He's doing the new one. Oh, which, the guy that's going to do, he's going to do uh, star Wars, right? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, no, he's doing uh fantastic four, oh, fantastic John four. Watts, John Watts. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. So, but again, now I don't foresee the MCU needing to dabble back with the, the old fantastic four movies. Although if they want Chris Evans back in the MCU, this might be their opportunity to <laughs> bring him back, to bring him back. Out of the toy story. Universe. Uh, right. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chris Evans is now buzz Lightyear. We're going to talk about that later this week. We're going to do a, a, a Marvel star Wars mega fuck budget next Wednesday. Um, so yeah, I think there's a, you know, that's cool. He's going to do fantastic four and like, listen, we know they're going to start sprinkling in some mutants and all sorts of stuff. So I think 
I think the Spider-Man 3 stuff, it makes me more excited for us the third Spider-Man movie than I would be otherwise. Because otherwise, it would just be, it's just another Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. Cool. Right, right, right. So, anyways, yeah, that's it. That's the fuck budget. Good stuff, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Abby, any uh, final thoughts? No, I'm just, uh, that's it. <laughs> Literally nothing. I'm ready to go watch Return of the Jedi in uh, my room now. Because <laughs> I've watched A New Hope I will be Empire. returning to my quarters. Yeah, and I will not be coming out. Uh, Jake? No, but I also kind of want to rewatch all the Spider-Man movies now. Yeah. I, I, I rewatched the amazing Spider-Man movies. Um, it was, you know, months ago at this point, but I had not seen them since I saw them in the theater and they were worse than I remembered. Yeah. Um, I, I, I could not believe how bad those movies look like they, they just look awful. Yeah. Um, but I haven't seen. I, I watched. I rewatched Spider Man three not that long ago because it's. On, I think it's on Netflix or something like that. But 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 one and two, which were the the better ones, I, I have not seen in a while. So, I yeah, I I remember with um with Amazing Spider Man thinking the first one was like okay, and then I I, I like turned the second one off. Like I've never even finished it. I was like, this is, yeah. It, it kind of suffered from that thing. That a lot of those movies would do, where they would add like seven villains, and it would just be too much. Yeah, but and like the lizard, lizard looks insanely bad in part one. He's it's like laughably awful the way he looks in that movie. So I don't know, man. Fuck. Jamie Foxx is not good in it. It's like a very weird. It's like he's trying to be Jim Carrey's <laughs> ribs. You know what yeah. I mean? It's weird too because I I've, I like Jamie Foxx a lot. He's probably like he's incredible. One of the consistently mm-hmm. great actors right. of of our, of our time. So it sucks to see him not. Wait, see. who direct? Hold on, who directed the Amazing Spider-Man movies? Was it the same person? I don't know. I'm, I gotta see. We're finding out. Amazing Spider-Man was Mark oh Webb. Mark Webb. Interesting. He did. Uh, what else has he done? I, I was acting like I knew for a second, but I definitely don't. I was like, oh, Mark Webb. He only got the job because his last name is Webb. <laughs> like, who can possibly take this? Well, there's Webb over here. He sounds like he could probably do it. Uh, Mark Webb. Uh, not a lot. Not a lot. Instinct? Crazy ex-girlfriend? The thing I recognize is an episode of The Office. He directed the manager and the salesman episode of The Office. So there you go. Uh, oh, he directed 500 Days of Summer. That's a good movie. Anyways. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, listen, thank you so much for joining us. Have some podcast. Please join us in our official discussion group on Facebook, which is yes, have some group therapy and uh, stay tuned for well, just a couple days from now. We'll have another episode. Um, okay. <laughs> Abby, sorry. I was distracted there. Yes. In real time. Um, I, uh, yeah, we'll have another episode this week. We'll, we'll get some bonus content up on Patreon And we just hope everybody's having a safe and happy and healthy December as we finally remove ourselves from 2020. It's going to be good. Yes, let's kick it. Kick it. Kick it. Uh, (laughs) Jake, uh, anything else? I'm going to give you the final thought that we're going to be done. The final thought is uh, just, you know, chill out. (laughs) Write better reviews. Listen (laughs) to the show. And just, you know, go to the fucking movie theater. Yeah. Listen to the whole show. Go to the movies. Uh, now the next review is gonna be like these guys are so insecure. They get one mediocre review and they talk about <laughs> it the entire episode. 
Hey, yeah, if you thought we fun. talked about it a lot on this episode, you should have heard us my, on the my phone favorite thing yeah. about My favorite thing about a podcast, or about having a podcast, is that um, I, we can say whatever the fuck we want, and yeah. if people don't like it, they can just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Take that close out. All right, bye, everybody. Jake is bye, so guys. rosy. Bye, y'all.